哈利路亚，愿大家平安。哈利路亚 ，peace to everyone。啊，感谢主耶稣的带领。We thank God for His guidance。啊，今天我们又可以聚集在一起守圣安息日。That today we can once again gather to gather here to observe the Holy Sabbath。啊，本来小弟这个星期啊是要飞去俄罗斯协助莫斯科教会的灵恩布道大会。And this week initially I was supposed to fly to Moscow to、uh, help them with the spiritual convocation、啊。但是因为打仗的关系，没有飞机也没有签证，所以。没有办法飞过去，就透过网路来主持灵恩会。And because of the war that's going on between Russia and Ukraine,、um, there is no commercial flights to Moscow, and therefore we have to do it online. 今天早上讲到三点半。And I conduct the service until 3:30 this morning. 那求主耶稣给我精神，不要讲到睡着。And may God、uh, give me strength so that I don't fall asleep halfway. 也给你们精神，不要听到睡着。And may, also, may God also give you strength so that you do not fall asleep listening. 好，那我们今天呢，继续来讲上次没有讲完那个主题，就是耶稣转身。And this afternoon we're going to continue on with the topic that we didn't finish last time, that is Jesus' turn. 靠着圣灵的带领，我们要学习这个主题。With the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we're going to study this topic. 主耶稣为什么会转身 ？Why did Jesus turn? 啊，我们上次讲到两个事件，主耶稣转身。And、last time we mentioned of two events that Jesus turned. 第一次主耶稣转身。The first time Jesus turned. 就是转过来，赶撒旦。That is, he turned to cast away Satan. 对主耶稣跟彼得说，他要去定十字架。Our Lord Jesus said to Peter that he was to be crucified. 要成全救恩。In order to complete salvation. 要受很多苦。And he shall be, he would be suffering. 但是彼得听不懂。Peter didn't understand. 这个对他的期待也有很大的落差。And that seems this seems to be out of his expectation. He 也不想要主耶稣钉十字架 Peter didn't want Lord Jesus to be crucified. 他很爱主耶稣 He loved the Lord dearly. 这种爱是人的感情的爱 This this love is one of a deep emotion. 并没有真理在里面 It is it does not consist of the truth. 因为按照真理 Because in accordance with the truth, 主耶稣来世上就是要钉十字架 The purpose of our Lord Jesus coming to the world is to be crucified. 不钉十字架就不能成全救恩。Because he were, if he were not crucified, he would not be able to complete the plan of salvation. 彼得的爱就是叫主耶稣不要去钉十字架。And the love of Peter was to ask the Lord not to be crucified. 所以彼得的爱心呢，彼得的感情啊，被撒旦利用了。So the love of Peter, the deep emotion that Peter had for Lord Jesus, was being used by Satan. 在那一刻，彼得就变成撒旦的意思，就是阻挡的意思。At that moment, Peter became Satan, that is the one who opposed. 所以主耶稣直接指着彼得说：“撒旦，退我后面去。” And that is why the Lord Jesus pointed to Peter and said, "Satan, get behind me." 主耶稣转过身来给他赶撒旦。Our Lord Jesus turned and cast Satan away. 今天有没有可能主耶稣？我们很以为我们很爱主，但是主耶稣转过身来替我们赶撒旦。And today we think that we love our Lord dearly, but it is is it possible that our Lord Jesus turned to us and cast Satan away from us? 如果撒旦没有赶出去 ，If Satan was not casted out， 啊，我们就体贴人的意思，阻挡了神的意思。Then we would have fallen into the emotions of a human and hindered God. 第一次主耶稣转身。So the first time our Lord Jesus turned， 就是医治了那个血肉的妇人。He healed the woman who suffered from bleeding for twelve years. 记载在马太福音第九章的二十二节。This is recorded in Matthew chapter nine, verse twenty-two. 本本来这个妇人啊，她很可怜。This woman, she was pitiful. 因为她学六了十二年，没有医好，花也花很多钱。
She had been bleeding for 12 years, and she had spent all her money on trying to cure her illness. Our Lord uh, did not intentionally plan to heal her. He was on his way to someone else's house. Regardless, this woman saw the Lord Jesus, and so she wanted to touch the gown of the Lord. She had the faith that once she touched the gown of our Lord, she will be healed. Indeed, she touched the gown and she was healed. Our Lord Jesus turned back to see who it was. And the woman admitted that it was her. She's the one who received such grace. And today, if there is a need, we should be proactively seeking our Lord. And no matter how busy our Lord Jesus is, he will turn around and look at us. Our Lord Jesus will tell us that our faith Helped us and healed us. And today we are going to talk about two more circumstances where Jesus turned. Our Lord Jesus turned and looked at Peter. Let's turn to Gospel Luke chapter 22, verse 61. Luke chapter 22, verse 61. Luke chapter 22, verse 61. Luke chapter 22, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. 62. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Here the Lord Jesus turned. At this point, our Lord Jesus was captured and was brought before the high priest to be judged all night. Our Lord Jesus knew that he was about to be crucified. However, prior to being our prior for our Lord uh, being dragged out and being whipped by the Roman soldiers and prior to him being judged by the Jewish council our Lord Jesus turned around this action is very important our Lord Jesus turned seeking for someone that is who is within his vision and he was looking for Peter. Why did Jesus look for Peter? Because our Lord remembered Peter. Just a little while ago, our Lord Jesus prophesied that Peter would deny him three times. Let's turn to the same chapter, verse 31. Thirty-one. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you, and he may sift you as wheat. So here, the Lord just said to Simon, who is Peter. He mentioned Satan again. 
And earlier we mentioned that Satan entered into Peter so that Peter uh, gave in to his emotions and wanted to stop Jesus from being crucified. At that time, our Lord Jesus already cast out Satan. But Satan refused to leave Peter. Nor did he refuse to leave the other 12 disciples alone. Satan is the devil. We cannot see him with our naked eyes, but he does exist. He is evil. And he wants to stop the work of the Lord. And he will use all kinds of schemes to attack members of the Lord. And that is why our Lord Jesus said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you. And last time he was not able to seize you and he's looking for another chance. If you depart from me, he would have gotten you. If one day you decided that you will not come to church ever again, then Satan has gotten you. And if one day you tell yourself, I will not believe in God anymore, in fact, Satan has already gotten you. And if you tell yourself, I will never do holy work again, you are disappointed. Then Satan has gotten you. You may not realize that you have, uh, Satan has gotten you. You felt that you made that decision. However, in the spiritual realm, Satan has already gotten you. It says here that he may sift you as wheat. To sift wheat, uh, it has to be thrown up and down, and by doing so, the wind will blow away the husks. If you have no weight, you will be blown away. And the same with our faith that Satan is sifting us. They take a look at this pandemic. It's been two years, and a lot of members decided not to come to church anymore. And even if now the church is open and they can come back, they still don't want to come. At the very beginning, they couldn't come. And next is they didn't feel like coming. Initially, they didn't dare to come. Now they don't want to come. Why? Because there is no weight to their faith. They're so light, they were sifted away. And in whom is Satan more interested? The workers of God, the leaders of the church. To defeat one leader of the church is, or one worker of the church is worth more than defeating thousands of members. To defeat Peter, it is equivalent to defeating a thousand members. And Peter is the most experienced out of the twelve. If Peter had fallen, would the other eleven stand before God? If the twelve disciples had fallen altogether, would the other Christians be able to stand before God? 
For example, if today the preachers and the, and the ordained ministers as well as the council members have lost a faith in God, would there be any members left in the church? And therefore, uh, we should understand that ordained ministers as well as council members of the church, they are the number one target for Satan. And that is why Lord Jesus specially prayed for them. Verse 35. He said, when I sent you without money bag, knapsack and sandals, did you lack anything? That, uh, 32, I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail, and when you return to me, strengthen your brethren. Our Lord Jesus knew that Peter would be weak. In fact, in our lives, there will be moments when we will be weak, very weak. We would be so weak that we didn't want to believe in the Lord anymore. We don't want to follow our Lord anymore. And today, our weakness may be just that we don't want to come to church. But there may be a time that you're so weak, you don't even have the strength to, 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 uh, to, to know your God. Admit to admit that you are Christian. And today it is difficult for us to think that we will be so weak to that point. We come to church every week, we serve our Lord every week. How can we say that we are not Christians? And Peter did not agree with what the Lord said. He said, No matter how weak I am, I will still admit to you. I am even willing to die with you, much less not admitting you. Here it shows us a reality. That we humans, we don't know how weak we can go. Because of spiritual attack. And because of these spiritual attacks that we become so weak that we don't even recognize ourselves. Perhaps you are now you now have very good faith. And maybe something happened at home that you have lost all strength. You don't even have the strength to want to pray or to eat. So if you have lost your uh, the strength to pray, then you won't have the strength to do anything else. So as humans, we shouldn't Today you do a lot of holy work for the Lord. It's, it's not because you have such good faith, but rather your temptation hasn't come. It is the mercy of God that he has protected you. Our Lord Jesus knew that one day we'll be so weak that we don't even recognize ourselves. But 32, verse 32, touches us. Our Lord Jesus said that I have prayed for you. Our Lord Jesus didn't say I, I will pray for you, rather he had already prayed for us. That we will not lose our faith completely. Prayer is very important. 
A person can lose everything except for the faith. Our Lord Jesus kept praying for Peter, uh, hoping that he would not lose his faith. Yes, he may be weak, but as long as he still maintains his faith, there's a chance for him to return. And when he returned to God, he can also strengthen others. So is weakness good? 对, 当时来说, At that very moment, no. 但是你不软弱, 你怎么知道自己那么, 那么差啊? Yet if you're not weak, how would you know that you are so terrible? 你没有软弱过, if you have never been weakened, you will always be proud. And if you fall because of your pride, that fall will be tremendous. After you have failed, you then realize that you have become weak and you will seize onto the Lord tightly. And when you have become weak, our Lord Jesus helped you up and you, in turn, can use your strength to help others. Brothers and sisters, if right now you are very weak, you should thank God. For two things, you should be thankful to God. And first, you are weak, and our Lord Jesus has prayed for you, therefore, you will not lose your faith. You can be weak, but you cannot lose your faith. You should seize onto this point. You must believe that our Lord Jesus had already prayed for you. Number two, you should be grateful to the Lord you are weak. 我那么软弱，以后我会起来，我可以兼顾那些软弱的人。That I am so weak now, but in the future I am able to help those who are weak.但是这个事情还没发生啊。Since this hasn't happened yet.啊，彼得就按照主耶稣所预言的。So Peter did according to what Jesus prophesied.三十四节。Verse 34, then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me. Our Lord Jesus knew what would happen in the future. Therefore, he said to Peter directly that the rooster shall crow, before the rooster crows three times, you will deny me. And Peter felt that he would not admit to the Lord once, how would he deny the Lord three times? But as we continue to read on, you will see that things happened as the Lord prophesied. Starting from verse 54, Peter uh, denied the Lord three times. The first time someone asked him about Jesus, Peter replied, I don't know him. But Peter was following our Lord Jesus behind in a distance. The second time someone asked him, he said, I don't know him. And the third time someone said that you are a Galilean, therefore you know him. And Peter vowed saying that he did not know Jesus. Perhaps Peter was uh, was saying these words quite loudly, and the Lord heard it. And imagine this, Peter was just uh, near the Lord Jesus, and uh, would the Lord not expect Peter to admit him? If you were Jesus, wouldn't you expect this person to know you, or expect him to admit he knows you? Would he not show some support for 这个, 
But Peter didn't do any of it. 还大声的第三次否认主，我不认识这个人。And the, the third time he loudly proclaimed that he did not know Jesus. 你想想看，今天如果你去外面，一个你最信任的朋友，在别人面前他说他不认识你，他不帮你，不单止不帮你，还不说，还说不认识你。And think about it today. If your best friend and, and turns around and tell others that he did not know you, 那种感觉会多难受。How would you feel? 这个时候，主耶稣回头一看。At this time, our Lord Jesus turned around and looked at Peter. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. We need to think about it and imagine it. How did our Lord turn around? Can you imagine the look on his face and especially his eyes? The Bible did not describe to us The appearance of our Lord and the way He looked. But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sad expression? Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. Is it a sorrowful expression? But you can imagine how He looked at Peter. But I personally felt that the Lord was looking at Peter mercifully. Our Lord Jesus was not surprised because he already knew it would happen. Yet he still looked at Peter. And by looking at Peter, he's telling Peter that he knew where Peter was. And hoping that Peter remember the rest of our Lord's words that he would strengthen his brethren. And by telling Peter with his sight that even if you deny me, I still know you. Regardless, one look at Peter is enough. One look at Peter without saying a word. So let's take a look at this verse. The Lord turned and looked at Peter without saying a single word. Sixty-one. Verse and what happened? Peter remembered the word of the Lord. Isn't this miraculous? If our Lord Jesus turned around and rebuked Peter, you of, 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 of uh, little faith, how dare you not admit me? And to, if the Lord were to yell at Peter, one of little faith, how could, you, how could you deny me? You deny me, I'll deny you. If our Lord had rebuked Peter this time, then perhaps Peter would not remember the rest of the Lord's words. Our Lord chose not to speak. Just one look at Peter. This one look is worth a thousand words. 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 This one look Proverbs twenty twenty seven. Proverbs chapter twenty verse twenty seven. 
The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. The spirit of a man is a conscience of a man. When the conscience is lightened up, the, the person will know what is the will of God. And when that conscience has become dull and, and, and dull, then no matter what you said, that person will not hear it. And as parents, sometimes we are disappointed with our children's deeds or conduct. And as we become disappointed, we become anxious. And when we become anxious, we start to nag. We tend to repeat the words, we tend to speak uh, fast, and we tend to uh, use uh, heavy words with our children. And your kids, the more they didn't want to hear, the more you want to say. Actually, under such circumstances, the more you say, the, the, the uselessness it is. Because the conscious or the spirit is covered up. The lamp is not bright. And no matter how much you say, it's useless. At that moment, when Peter was weak, our Lord Jesus did not rebuke him. Rather, the Lord looked at him. And then he was taken away. And then Peter remembered what the Lord said. Let's turn back to Luke chapter 22, verse 62. Chapter 22, verse 62. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. This weeping changed the life of Peter. If Peter had not wept that particular time, he will not repent. Why would he cry? Because he felt sad. He felt short. He had fallen short of God. He felt that the moment when the Lord needed him the most, he wasn't there. Not only that, he also denied the Lord three times. What a terrible person I am. How useless I was. And he wept. That Jesus turned and looked at Peter, and that look changed Peter. Today, has the Lord looked at us that way? Sometimes we keep listening to the, to the truth. Every week, every week we come here to listen to the words of God, but it's likened to have fallen on deaf ears. It's not that we don't understand the teachings, but our conscience has been covered up. And there was a brother who shared with me his uh, his experience. He grew up in the family of a preacher. And the parents were very strict with them. And the brother tends to be quite rebellious. He has his own way of thinking. And he's always trying to find uh, loopholes into in his parents' rules and 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 to show his rebellious. There was once after class. He didn't go home. 
and he didn't go home. Rather, he went to uh, uh, the, the stores that were uh, displaying electronic games.在那个年代，还没有网络，也没有个人电脑。你要打电动，要去电动玩具店的。In those days, uh, there wasn't the internet where you can play games at home. But to play games, you have to go to uh, these kind of shops.里面的人很复杂。And the people that hang around the shops are very complex.这个绝对不是。孩子该去的，也不是父母想孩子去的地方。It is certainly not a place where children should go or parents want their children to go.他很想打电动。But he wanted to play these electronic games.下课就不回家，想说这一次鼓起勇气来，我就去打电动。So he decided that he would gather his courage, not go home, and go to these shops to play electronic games.当然没有跟爸爸妈妈讲。And of course, he didn't tell his parents beforehand.爸爸没有空管他了，当船到到到处在外面忙。and his, his father didn't have time to discipline him because he was a preacher and he'd be traveling quite a bit. But his mother realized that he hasn't come home from school and she went out to look for him. And his mother was very smart, thinking, where would my son go? So he went into this electronic game store to take a look. Would my child be in there?结果一看，真的在里面拼命打电动。And she looked, and indeed she found him playing electronic games.这个妈妈远远的这样去看。And so the mother stood afar and looked at him.后来就靠近。And then she drew closer.哎，结果发突然间下去，哎，妈妈怎么在这里？And then the boy turned his head and found that his mother was standing right beside him.吓死他了。He was shocked.但是妈妈一句话都没有讲。but his mother didn't say a word. Turn around and went home. 在那一刻没有骂他一句. That moment she didn't say a word. 这个孩子反而觉得很内疚。And the child felt bad. 我在做什么? He asked, "What am I doing?" 我怎么会让妈妈担心? Why did I make my mother worry about me? 怎么没有跟妈妈讲我去哪里? Why didn't I tell my mother beforehand where I'm going? 怎么会来到这种地方? Why would I be coming to such a place? 哦,良心发现。And his conscience pricked him. 反而决定说,以后不可以让妈妈难过,不会来这种地方。And And then he decided from that moment on, he would never disappoint his mother, and he would never go to a place like this anymore. 就是他妈妈的那个眼神。Is that look from his mother. 就是像主耶稣看彼得一样。It's the same look that Jesus gave to Peter. 当然有时候,该讲的还是要讲。and of course, sometimes when you do need to speak up, you have to speak up. And after you have said what you need to say, and the others won't, the other party still refuse to listen. Then there's no point saying some more. You could only hand it over to God. And all you could do is look at the person. Praying to God that his conscience would, would prick him. On the other hand, today our Lord Jesus looked at us quite often. He doesn't speak to us. He will look at us from heaven. It's just that we didn't realize he was looking at us. If every time we did something wrong, our Lord Jesus strike us, that we would be wounded all over. But our Lord Jesus was, look, was waiting for us. He is waiting for us to repent and return to him. The fourth time that our Lord Jesus turned, He turned to rebuke the disciples. Let's turn to Luke chapter 9. Chapter 9, verse 55. 
路加九章五十五节。Luke chapter nine verse fifty-five. This particular incident, our Lord Jesus turned around and rebuked the disciples. Why did he rebuke the disciples? We have to start from verse 11. Our Lord Jesus with his disciples went to a village in Samaria. And the people of Samaria do not welcome the Jews. So in so in verse 53, it says that they did not receive him. Because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. So there was disharmony among the different races. There were some historical reasons behind it. The Jews felt that the Samaritans were not pure Jews. And the Samaritans, on the other hand, despise the Jews. You despise me, I despise you. So they will not have meals together, they will not interact with, with one another. And that is why the Samaritans did not receive the Lord Jesus and his disciples. And if they do not receive the Lord Jesus, that means the, that particular night Jesus will have no place to sleep and will have no meals to eat. Verse 54. So his disciples, James and John, when they saw this, they came up with a plan. They said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? To destroy them. And just as Elijah did. So this time, our Lord Jesus turned around and rebuked them. You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. So what can we learn from this? What did our Lord Jesus rebuke his disciples? Do you know the manner of spirit you are of? Sometimes our spirit, our heart has turned and we, are, we don't even realize it. James and John, they followed Jesus preaching the gospel. They were out there saving souls. However, they haven't learned how to save souls. They have first asked for the fire to come down from heaven to consume people. And sometimes when we read the Bible, we felt that it is quite interesting to have fire coming down from heaven to burn up the enemies. This is likened to watching a movie, and indeed it, it happened in the past. It happened in the days of Elijah. And Elijah asked, from fire, asked for fire to come down from heaven to burn up those who were sent by the king to capture him. And these, the people who were consumed were the ones who were sent to capture the 
prophet. It is not for the reason of not inviting the prophet for a meal. Let's turn to Revelation chapter 13. Revelation chapter 13, verse 13. Revelation chapter 13, verse 13. 13. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. In fact, making fire come down from heaven was a famous uh, miracle since the ancient days. So why did the Lord Jesus rebuke them? Why is it that no one was there to receive him and therefore the disciples were angry? Is this how you use this fire from heaven? Fire from heaven represents the judgment of God. Indeed, one day the judgment of God will come down. For example, example, the cities Sodom and Gomorrah, they were consumed by the fire from heaven. In the future, the entire world will be consumed by fire. But not now. Now, now is a period of God's grace where we preach the gospel. Why is it that you are asking for the fire to come down now? And this fire coming down is not to prove the almightiness of God. What is the motive behind asking the fire to come down? We humans, we look at the results of our actions. God looks at our motives. And James and John wanted uh, fire to come down. It's because they wanted to repay what the Samaritans did. And we should take note that if what you're asking for is good, then it's wonderful. However, if your motive is not right, then uh, for the f- your motive is not right, all you wanted is to pay uh, back others for what they did. This is wrong. Your emotion is guiding you, or rather, is guiding your action. James and John were very angry because he felt that the, the the uh, Samaritans uh, look down on them or belittle them. That they do not believe in the Lord Jesus, therefore, all the Samaritans deserve to die. Just for that one second, paying back for what they did. And there are times where our emotions, our anger, took the better half of better part of us and we have lost um, ourselves. There are times that we pray to our Lord Jesus. Like to James and John, we pray to our Lord Jesus to send down fire from heaven to burn others up. Our Lord Jesus not only did not listen to them, but rather he turned around and rebuked them. Let's turn back to Gospel Luke chapter 9, verse 55. This is the 
main point of this particular verse. And our Lord Jesus today may turn around and rebuke us and say the very same words. When you are very angry, and you feel that you want to pay back for what others did, when your ego was bruised, at the moment that you want God to command fire to come down, when you wanted God to take revenge on your behalf, verse 55, he turned and rebuked them. You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. It is true that at times we don't even know ourselves. When we become emotional, we, we don't even know what kind of monster we have become. I have read an article and the topic was When a person is in great anger, their IQ immediately becomes zero. So when a person is very angry, his rationality becomes zero. And it's quite true. And when we are calm, we are not angry, we are calm, we are rational, we think straight. So, but when you are angry, in deep anger, um, you have become very emotional and you have lost all rationale. And therefore, your heart has changed. You didn't even realize in what state your heart has become. So when the Lord Jesus rebuked the disciples, he was rebuking us at the same time. 56. 56, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy man's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Indeed, our Lord Jesus was very forgiving. Our Lord Jesus did not become angry because others refused to receive him. And Jesus said, I did not come to destroy man's lives. When he comes to destroy man's lives and to judge, it is during his second coming. That day hasn't come yet. Therefore, at the present moment, it wasn't the right time to destroy man's lives. Even if you don't believe in me, even if you were to humiliate me and crucify me, it is not the time for me to destroy your lives. Right now is the time to save lives, to save spiritual lives. And, and as they were saying these words, they went to another village. And therefore, our Lord Jesus indeed set an example for us to follow. Let's turn to James. James chapter 1, verse 19. James chapter 1, verse 19. 19. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. 20. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Here the Bible reminds us to be swift to hear. 
To hear means to accept what others say. 也听听心灵里面圣灵提醒你的声音。And also to hear that voice from your heart where the Holy Spirit dwells. 啊，如果你很生气想要讲话呢，最好就不要讲。And if you're very angry and you want to speak up, then it's best that you don't. 慢慢的说。Slow to speak. 那如果你很想生气，想要那个火山爆发了，那个气要上来了。And if you are very angry, like into a volcano erupting, 要动口要动手了。That you're to the point that you want to speak and and strike someone at the same time. 你马上要祷告主啊，让我慢一点动作，慢一点控制住，控制住。Then you should pray to God to tell you to to be slow to wrath, so that you can control yourself. 因为人的怒气不成就神的意啊。Because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. 好像火一样。It's like into a fire. Ah, you 求天火下来，你把那人烧掉了，但是能够达成达成什么的好处呢 ？If you pray to God to send fire come down to heaven to consume others, what have you gained? 有一个弟兄去买菜。There was a brother who went grocery shopping. 他停车场那边拿到一个太难那个手推车了，我准备要往超市那边进。And he took the cart, shopping cart, and was going to push it to enter into the store. 都有斑马线嘛，哈，那个 parking lot 里面都有要人人行道。And and in the parking lots there were a pedestrian lanes. He went through. This car didn't let him. And as he was crossing, a car refused to let him. No stop sign. The car shows no sign of stopping. He thought, "How can he not stop? It's a crossing of the street. He wants to continue forward. He's trying to stop him." And he. Um, thought that the car should have stopped because he was crossing right at the crossing, and therefore he didn't stop. He continued on. Wow, 差点被撞到，但那个车都勉强停下来。He was almost hit. The car did eventually stop. 那个弟兄就想骂那个 driver， 骂那个司机，你怎么开车 ？And the brother wanted to yell at the driver. 结果那个开车的还先骂他。On the other hand, the driver actually yelled at the brother first. 给他看手指。And gave him the finger. 哇，那个弟兄就火大了。And the brother was very angry. Wow, 整个人就失控了。And he lost control. 马上好像跟他语言上有冲撞。And he immediately had an argument with the driver. 甚至想要打架。And to the point that he wanted to hit the driver. 其实他平常不是爱打架的人，也不是爱骂人的人。But in fact, the brother wasn't like that. He didn't usually lose his temper so quickly. 他只是想买个菜而已。And all he wanted to do that day was to buy some groceries. 但是在那一刻。之间，他整个怒气就上来了。But that very moment, his wrath took the better of him. 还有旁边有一些人在劝他，不要不要不要这样子，不要跟这个人打架。Unfortunately, there were other passerbys who stopped him. 说实在，你真的跟人家打，说不定也打不过别人。And honestly speaking, he may not even win the fight if he did. 好，就算你打赢了，也会有这个法律的问题。And even if he did win the fight, there will be some consequences, legal consequences. 你去买一包菜而已嘛，怎么被人家今天一个打斗？ So if you're only out there to buy some groceries, some vegetables, how did you get into a fight? 真的，有时候我们的火气会让我们的心改变的。It is true that sometimes wrath will change our hearts. 想起主耶稣，赶快责备我们，说你的心如何，你知道吗 ？Therefore, you should immediately recall what the Lord Jesus rebuked his disciples. Do you know the manner of your spirit? 你一生气的时候，你里面所有的道理都不见了，理智都不见了。When you are angry. You have forgotten all the words of God, and you have forgotten all your rationales. 最重要是你的怒气达不成神要你达到的美好的效果，这是神的意。What's worse is that the wrath, your wrath, is not able to produce the righteousness of God. 所以我们要学主耶稣。That is why we have to follow the example of Lord Jesus left behind. 说着说着，哎呀，不理他，走了。And as you talk, you walk at the same time, and you leave. 这个就是主耶稣化解。
This is one way of our Lord resolving uh, conflicts. There was peace in his heart. There was peace. Today our Lord Jesus may turn around and rebuke us. Do you know the manner of the Spirit? May our Lord Jesus help us. Let us sing here. Number 445.